0: Thank you. Welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Stephen Jones. Hi, Stephen. Hello. This is minute number 27. Uh, Today we'll be covering from uh, minute 26 and zero seconds to minute 26, 59 seconds. Our clip for today starts with Blanc continuing his revelation uh, at the end of uh, yesterday's clip that he is correct. Richard is having an affair. Uh, His father-in-law found out and confronted him and then, uh, quoting, you tell her or I will. Uh, And our minute ends with uh, Trooper Wagner questioning uh, Blanc's uh, attempt at establishing a motive for Joni, saying, so she bumps him off for the inheritance. Uh, So, yeah, Stephen, what do you think about this minute? Uh, I liked a lot of
1: individual details about it um i liked uh marta's foreground acting just downing the water and looking back between uh blanc and lakeith uh, lakeith stanfield's character still can never remember his character's name Uh, what is his character's name his
0: name is uh lieutenant elliot
1: elliot okay uh looking but yeah her just guzzling the water looking between elliot and blanc and then you know taking the opportunity to try and get out of there i liked her uh acting and sort of between them a lot. I liked, I don't know what it is, but behind uh, Christopher Plummer and the,
0: the, the flashback, he's got something with just two giant eyeballs, just staring at him. That's interesting. I, I don't know that I actually uh, keyed in on that. Yeah. Let me see if I can. I, I do definitely, uh you know, agree with your, your, your point about the interplay between Elliot, Marta and Blanc. Like, it starts with Lieutenant Elliot, you know, wanting to respond to uh, Benoit Blanc's, you know, assertion like, oh, this is a motive. He gets, you know, a few words into it and then uh, it. Checks again to make sure Marta's okay because that's a wild thing that just happened. Yeah. Uh, so and she, she's just like weakly like yeah that's fine I'll, I'm fine and continues drinking the water. Uh,
1: by the way, uh, paste, uh, on in the uh, the Discord chat, there's a screen cap of the the shot with the weird eyeballs behind Christopher Plummer.
0: Ah, that is a very striking image. That that's yeah, it's just kind of st- like almost. So, in that shot, are you, I guess, seeing those eyeballs as staring at Plummer, as also reading what he's reading?
1: I feel like they might just be there for being a very striking image, because it seems like he's got a lot of yeah. weird decorations that probably have to do with his, like, mystery novels and stuff. Like, just around Oh, edge. absolutely. Um,
0: yeah, the house is just littered with, like... I mean, even in this, this one uh shot, first two lamps, sure. Uh the, the My House, My Rules, My Coffee, Coffee Cup, which I I like that we established. that I this might be I don't know. It's definitely his favorite coffee cup uh per per the movie. I think it's the only one we see. Uh and there's some kind of big bug. I don't know what this big bug is. Yeah, like I don't know if these timed his
1: Books, which would be, I guess, be kind of weird because he's so anti, like marketing and uh, movie rights and all that. I guess he's just got a really eccentric
0: decorating style. I I feel like, regardless of whether we're talking about uh, Harlan Thrombey or Christopher Plummer, whatever stuff he wants to jam in his house, more power to him. Like, yeah, good good for you on just you know all this all this stuff. Uh, so that scene uh does occur while we're trying to establish oh, RIP by the way Christopher uh or while well what's up um,
1: i also RIP Christopher Plummer I think he died recently
0: Oh yes yes absolutely uh that was only recently that was uh the fifth I think I, I yeah yeah I that was after uh yeah that that was uh very sad yeah. uh So, that scene is Blanc's attempting to establish, you know, that Joni might also have a motive. um, That, you know, he knows that he was lied to. Uh, He... He... Works his way through uh, what was said to uh, the idea that Harlan was planning on cutting off her allowance because she's been... Uh, sort of double dipping Uh, the school is being paid directly Uh, Joni says that he sent the money to her uh, and so she's pocketing uh, the double payment and that's what his uh, business manager discovers and is in the letter that he's showing to Marta so yeah I guess what do we think about Joni's potential motive
1: Uh, I think it's I I think they're all really solid uh, like sort of you know red herring kind of uh alibis like nothing's gonna no, nothing that it, you know the the affair or the allowance are probably gonna be the big reveal as to why they did it but they're all good at establishing like oh every, everybody's got a motive because everybody's got to have a motive for the the it aspect
0: yeah yeah absolutely uh and it's it's i i yeah, I agree. And I, and uh Lieutenant Elliot agrees. Um he he calls that uh out as being a weak sauce uh Yeah, it's his, uh, his little catchphrase for this scene. Yeah, I believe that occurs in our next minute, but uh that is uh you know, a reflection of what he said. He he does say, you know, that's weak sauce about protecting a relationship as a motive uh in discussing Richard. Uh so so yeah, I I think um it it's interesting to watch uh, you know, a detective uh in one of these murder mysteries who is making the case I guess. Blanc is aware that these are not the strongest motives in the world, but he is systematically going through and saying, Okay, this could be a thing, maybe, I don't know. Maybe Joni did do this for this reason. So it, it's interesting to watch, I guess, that process play out. Yeah. What do you what do you think of uh we don't really um I mean we, we see her reaction in sort of coming back from the flashback uh and <laughs> when she's directly asked the question. But I think like the way that uh Anna de Armas conveys her extreme unease with being asked these questions is, I I think she does a wonderful job. She
1: has some outstanding facial acting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, every time we cut to her uh, in this, these uh, series of minutes, she's mostly looking very, very uncomfortable with being in the situation she's in with potentially having to lie. And then, having to vomit uh it's yeah no i i think she's i mean she's great throughout the whole movie but uh her her concerned facial acting i i think yeah is is great yeah
1: it's, it, it's, uh, it's a it's a really strong like not not necessarily first impression because we see her in in bits before this but it's kind of her introductory scene more or less and it's it's a it's a really strong one for her character
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a, uh, I guess it's, it's interesting in what it means, not only for, you know, her being uncomfortable and being asked questions by Benoit Blanc. That's, you know, a, a lot of people in this movie seem a little uncomfortable about answering his questions, but like her character's foundational sort of goodness comes through in a way i I don't know if that that makes sense
1: yeah it's it's almost an an involuntary like honesty because you know she doesn't have the option of lying so she has sort of by default has to be you know completely honest
0: yeah yeah well i think it's it's also you know it's it's one thing uh with her uh I I think it's really interesting because she does seem to be like, it, it strikes me that she's trying to lie in these, uh, uh, in these last two minutes. Like she wants to say, no, Richard wasn't having an affair or no, I don't know anything about, uh, what's going on with Joni. Like that's her, her instinct is still, yeah. even with, you know, this family that maybe, uh, interacts with her in, in various ways. Uh, her instinct is still to try to not like throw anyone under the bus or, or implicate anyone directly for something that, you know, might be as is pointed out by Lieutenant Elliot, a bit of a stretch in terms of, uh, in terms of motive. Yeah. Especially when she knows, you know, what actually happened or, or thinks she knows
1: what actually happened.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so our daily question for today, uh, is about, General feelings on murder mystery films. Uh, so, what are your general feelings on murder mystery films?
1: I love murder mystery films. I, you know, I I'm, I was, you know, way into this, like. I know they're not the exact same, but like film noir type stuff as as well. But like, especially like murder mystery stuff. I have the whole uh, the Thin Man series that that oh, DVD wow. box set that came out. Uh, I grew up watching Clue a lot. My parents recorded it off of cable or something. Um, yeah the the old and the new uh, murder on the orient express uh, i enjoy watching both of them just it, i'm 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 a pretty easy mark for who done it even if it's kind of middling which you know obviously knives out is not a middling murder mystery
0: right yeah absolutely uh that's that's really interesting i i think you know it's murder mystery is one of those areas where i I really enjoy uh, watching a murder mystery when I like think to watch one. Uh, I don't know that it's, it's, I feel like it's another one of those areas where uh, you feel like you have, uh, like if you haven't seen a, you know, a given movie, I, I haven't experienced the genre enough. I really enjoy it. But there's a lot where I'm like, oh, I need to go watch that. It's kind of like somehow I've gotten to this point in my life and I hadn't seen, I've never seen the movie Goonies. And I kind of feel like at this point I shouldn't because I feel like I've missed the boat on that. Uh, but with with a lot of these, uh, with a lot of murder mystery movies, I feel like it's just a, okay, I need to make time. I need to go back and I need to like watch, <laughs> uh, watch... A lot of things that I like have been meaning to, but just keep not doing. Um, it's definitely this is definitely an interesting entry in the genre. Um, sure. there were, uh, in uh, some other episodes uh, of Knives Out Minute, uh, we, uh, discuss, I guess, parallels between this movie and the work of like Agatha Christie. So you mentioned murder on the Orient express. What's your, I guess, sort of take on that sort of parallel.
1: I, I think to, to a degree, there's uh, sort of a, a timeless fascination with this, the, the sort of stories that, you know, she wrote, especially like murder on the Orient express or this, where it's a, cavalcade of rich people embroiled in like really lurid tabloidy if it were happening in real life <laughs> sort of stories if yeah you know if it turned out like you know Warren Buffett had killed himself but maybe it was like a murder plot about his, <laughs> his will or something I, I I would want I would watch that news story and then watch all the movies they made out of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely it's it's definitely kind of a there is a very clear distinction. Uh I mean, while we're at the mansion, we're at a mansion with with all of these people who are uh, you know, standing to inherit what appears to be a, a sizable uh inheritance, uh and how that relates to uh, you know, some of the scenes that we saw earlier in the movie when we were at Marta's house, or just like not at the mansion. <laughs> Yeah, out in the world, as we will get to uh, a bit later. Let's see, do we have anything else that we want to say about this minute?
1: Uh, I th- I th- I think a lot of my, you know, brain space for this minute was taken up by those weird eyeballs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like that's definitely definitely a good uh a, yeah no I I don't know that I it that. Jumped out at me while watching, but now having seen them, that's something I'm never going to be able to watch this scene without. Like, oh no, those eyeballs—they're—they're <laughs> they're very like menacing. They're—they're yeah. they're intimidating. But yeah, uh,
1: uh, you mentioned the mug. I did. I did. You know, another thought that I had while watching this was I like that they. I don't. I don't know how often it comes up in the movie, but I know this is at least the middle of three like times that I remember seeing it. I like the the mug coming back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do like how it, it, I don't know. It, it, it takes on this, like, uh, for such a dumb mug, for such a, like, silly joke mug, it takes on this, like, weird totemic importance. It's, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's silly in that it, you know, it, it, I, I don't feel like Harlan would think of himself as like this is my house my rules but it also does kind of like function as you know a symbol that uh that the person in charge uh does genuinely like for lack of a better term wield i don't know if i've ever said that one wields a coffee mug but
1: i mean if anybody wields a coffee mug it's probably christopher Plummer.
0: yeah probably that's (laughs) that's definitely a good point uh okay uh so thank you everyone for joining us on another episode of knives out minute uh you can follow the show on twitter at knives out minute um so yes uh we will see you tomorrow where we will be where we will be discussing another minutes uh of knives out thank you very much thank you